AM850KFUO, worldwide, KFUO.org. Music with a message. I'm Gary. This is the Midday Moments program, and it's time now for our Moment of Faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. And during this Lenten season, we've been talking about spirituals. And yeah. uh, Doug, what do we have? Welcome to the program, to the segment Thank here. Thank you. And what spiritual are we talking about this week? This week it's called Weed in the Water. Oh, and, uh, I remember that one. Let me, let, let me, do, let me sing uh, the chorus for you. Wade okay. in the water, wade in the water, children, wade in the water. And then everybody sings out loud, God's going to trouble the water. And okay. I'll make that point a little bit later. Okay. Okay. Is this a baptism right. song? It, it's a baptism song for sure. But, uh, but it, it, baptism in itself, as we're going to find out, takes a theme that's been in the Bible for centuries before we run into the New Testament. So, yeah, our way of looking at it is, is a baptism song. Okay. Exactly. All right, so here's, uh, here's the two, uh, I just sang the chorus, so here are the two verses. See that band all dressed in white? God's going to trouble the water. The leader looks like an Israelite. God's going to trouble the water. See that band all dressed in red. God's going to trouble the water. It looks like the band that Moses led. God's going to trouble the water. And then you sing over again. Wade in the water. Wade in the water, children. Wade in the water. God's going to trouble the water. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> yeah, um, let's go. Yeah, it is. So once again, I'd like to quote from Luke Powery, the guy who gave me the idea of doing spirituals during Lent. Uh, he's the guy who's uh, on the faculty of Duke University. Uh, and it, and his, here's a few of his comments. The image of water is prominent in many spirituals. Waters, like the Jordan River, had to be crossed to reach freedom. This classic spiritual is about the children of Israel approaching the Red Sea needed to be parted because they needed to cross over to escape Pharaoh's army. They were the band of the people Moses led. And it encourages them to take risk to wade in the water because God's going to trouble the water. The emphasis of hope is on the latter uh, phrase because in the song, it is the community that sings that part. God's going to trouble the water. It's louder and stronger. It is the statement of faith. The water may represent trouble, but God's going to trouble their trouble. Interesting thought, huh? Yes, it is. God's going to trouble their trouble. So God's going to cause the trouble to be on the trouble. Mm. <laughs> Waiting in the water could easily cause us to die. Right. Um, I, I'm impressed with this story from St. Matthew's Gospel about the disciples going out into a boat on the Sea of Galilee while Jesus was praying up in the hills. Suddenly the boat was beaten by the waves, St. Matthew tells us, for the wind was against them. Then the story continues. And then the fourth watch, which was literally in the middle of the night, uh, he came to them walking in the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it's a ghost. And he cried out, uh, they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart, it is I, don't be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. 
So Peter got up out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink, and he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying, Oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Gary, I've always been moved by this story, because remember, most of the disciples were fishermen. Yeah. And they were fishing on the territory where they had spent most of their life, the Sea of Galilee. Could you imagine what type of storm it was that caused them to be terrified? It had to be one heck of a storm for them to be so sure. so fearful. It sure, it sure did. And, uh, and, and this just shows how powerful it was that Jesus could have them acknowledge him as the Son of God. All right, so uh, let me do a little bit of background on here that gives us, gives us an interesting little local connection. As you might imagine, waiting in the water is a part of the stories behind the spirituals also. There was a Presbyterian minister from New England who was concerned about the abolitionist movement in the early 1800s. He moved to the St. Louis area because the river surrounding the city in Missouri had to be waded through for slaves to travel to a free state. In this case, the free state was Illinois. And um, the minister was a newspaper publisher. His paper wasn't that well received, so he moved his printing press to Alton, Illinois, just north of the Mississippi River. No, I'm not talking nonsense here. I realize the Mississippi River runs uh, north and south, but when it goes past Alton, it runs east and west. Right. Because the Missouri River joins it at one point and turns the Mississippi River to the left. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, further down, the Illinois River joins the Mississippi, and it turns the Mississippi back to the south. So while it's running east and west past Alton, uh, there's the dividing line between the slave state and the free state. Well, the slave owners didn't appreciate his newspaper wherever he published it. So they crossed the river three times, attempting to throw their printing press into uh, the river. Uh, as, As a matter of fact, I've been to that area in Alton where the printing press was, and it was a tall building, and it was right on the river. Uh, So the third time, um, they uh, not only threw the printing press in the river, but they put Elijah Parrish Lovejoy in the river with the printing press. (laughs) And uh, Elijah Parrish Lovejoy was the minister's name, and he died. He became a hero for abolitionism upon his death in 1837. Ten years later, a soldier who attended Lovejoy's funeral tried to free the slaves in Harpers Ferry, Virginia. He was killed also by slave owners. His name was John Brown. A spiritual was written about John Brown, and it's titled, John Brown's Body Lie a-Molding in the Earth. Ever hear of that one? I don't recall that one. Well, uh, you know the tune. Another abolitionist from New York didn't appreciate the lyrics Uh, to John Brown's hymn because she didn't like the idea of singing about John Brown's body molding in the earth. So she used the same melody to write another hymn. The most important verse in this hymn by Julia Ward Howe goes like this. In the beauty of the lilies, Christ was born across the sea with a glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me. As he died to make men holy, let us die to make men free while God is marching on. Of course, we know that as the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting when churches, when we sing, By an eye of the sea and the glory of the coming of the Lord, uh, as a patriotic hymn, 
we don't realize we're singing an abolitionist hymn. And if you understand that it is a hymn, that it's written in the context of the Civil War, you can find allusions to the Civil War all over the place in that hymn. And Julia Ward Howe was talking about how important it was that God was going to cross the water for those people who were running away from slavery. But here comes the point that you made a little bit earlier, Gary. Okay. Um, the, the, the point really for us has to do with baptism and what God does to us in baptism. Uh, he, he gives us a new life. He gives us a restored life, and it's already happened because of who Jesus Christ is and what he does. Here's Romans chapter 6. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. When we get on to the Easter season, uh, we can begin talking about the significance and importance of the resurrection, which wasn't something that just happened 20 centuries ago. Uh, as a matter of fact, what Jesus did was he started the entire process of restoring creation back to where it was in the Garden of Eden. And he went up to heaven to send the Holy Spirit to enable us to do that in the world in which we live. We live a new life, not an old one, because our old one has died, and we have a new one that's come to us as the result of Jesus. And the uh, old one has been washed away, and and the trouble trouble is in the water now, the sin and everything. That's right. Mm -hmm. The trouble is in the water. So you can see that that theme shows up quite often, and it isn't just some sort of flaky thing that comes from the spiritual. It's right there. Right. And, uh, and if you see it, it's, it's there, and it's, it's amazing. So, um, but when, anyway, we'll talk more about that when we get to Easter, but let's have a little word of prayer to st- uh, finish us up today, okay? Yeah, thanks. Lord, may we have courage to wade in the water also, and teach us to remember that since holy baptism redeems us, we too are chosen by your amazing grace to come across safely to the other side. For we pray in the name of Jesus, in whose name we have already died and risen again. Amen. Amen. What are we talking about next right. week? Next week is a hymn that's not unlike the one we just talked about. The, the, the hymn we're talking about next week is called Steal Away. Steal okay. Away to Jesus. And I know that so, one. Okay, good. Then we can, we can all sing it together next week. <laughs> okay. God's blessings on your week, Gary. And uh, I hope and pray that with all this rain coming, at least to our St. Louis area in the next few days, that once again we can we can realize uh, some theme from Wade in the Water. Yep. Thank you, Doug. You're welcome, Gary. We are the messenger of good news. You can find us worldwide at kfuo.org. AM850 here in the St. Louis region. We're also on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash kfuo.